Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That song has been in my sphere all morning long. I see blessings flowing out of nowhere. Isn't that just like God? Miracles all around me. Isn't that just like God? You don't have to wait for it to show up, for you to start to decree for you to start to declare it, and for you to start to stand in it. I see blessings, oh my God, miracles all around me. Ain't that just like God? Y'all go ahead and start to bless the Lord, not for what he's done, my God, my God, not for what he's going to do, just because he's God, oh my God. And he's good. Can I give you the scripture that the Lord gave me um, to go with this this morning when I was meditating on this? I woke up singing that this morning. I see blessings ooh, coming out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Ain't that just like God? Ooh, ain't that just like God? Ooh, thank you, Lord God, for blessings flowing out of nowhere. Thank you, Lord God, for you being God. Thank you, Lord God, for you being the great I am. Thank you, Lord God, for you being King of Kings. Thank you, Lord God, for you being the Lord. Oh, my God. I see blessings flowing. That's all that's been in my sphere. Nowhere. Ain't that just like God? Oh, my God. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we bless you. Father God, we magnify you. Father God, we glorify you. Oh my God, I wrote that as my morning post this morning. I decree and declare over your life today that blessings are flowing out of nowhere. I'm not just saying this. This is thus said the Lord. Oh my God. This is just, this is thus said the Lord. I'm not just saying something. My God, I'm telling you what the Lord spoke to me this morning. I'm telling you what the Lord said to me this morning. And then he backed it up in the word. See, anytime he talks to me, he'll start backing it up in the word. My God. And then, and then this morning, a woman of God texts me. And she, she texts me and she said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. That's the scripture she sent me this morning. Oh, my God. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. And she said, you are the righteous. I said, ooh. She doesn't know. She just confirmed a thing. She doesn't know. She just set a thing in motion. So, my God, I decree and declare that you will experience blessings flowing out of nowhere in Jesus' name. Ain't that just like God? Come on now. Ain't that just like God? My God, Mama Jeanette said to turn nothing into something. Oh, my God. To take a little bit of oil ooh, and a little bit of meal. Oh, 
to come on now and you never be hungry again to take a little bit of oil and as long as you got the vats and the jars come on now you'll never run out ain't that just like god Ooh, ain't that just i see blessings flowing out of nowhere Ooh, ain't that just like god ain't that just like god Ooh, my god my God. In the beginning, she says, here we go. Another day. My God. Father God, we thank you for blessings flowing out of nowhere. We thank you, Lord God, that we will not be trapped by our minds, limited by our perspective, limited by what we see. Father God, I thank you this morning that we will not cap you off. Come on. We will not cap you off. Lord God, we are not going to cap you off. We're not going to limit what you can do for us through our jobs, through what we can afford, through what we do. My God, as a matter of fact, I'm going to take the limitations off of you. Come on, y'all. As a matter of fact, I'm going to take the limitations off of you. My God, I dare you this morning. To take the limitations off of God. I dare you this morning to take the limitations off of God. Father God, I'm going to take the limitations off of you. Oh my God. I'm not going to cap you out. I'm not going to cap you out. I will not cap you out. I'm going to take the limitations off of you. I'm not going to bind you to what I see. See, the word of God tells me whatever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. But whatever I loose on earth, oh my God, will be loose according to heaven. So I'm not getting ready to bind myself to a limited capacity. No, I'm going to let you go. Be God in my life. I'm going to let you go. Be just like God. I'm going to take the limitations off. I'm going to stand according to your word. Oh my God. And I'm going to recognize that I'm not going to travel or act according to time. A day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day. That lets me know that you are in control. Come on, y'all, of all time. Come on, y'all. Bless the Lord with me. Bless the Lord with me. Magnify the Lord with me. So I'm not going to bind myself to what I can see. I'm going to decree and declare. Thus said the Lord. I'm going to decree and declare what the word says about me. I'm going to decree and declare what the word says about my finances. I'm going to decree and declare what the word says about my health. I'm going to decree and declare what the word says about my mind. I'm going to decree and declare what the word says about my future. God is a God that he shall not lie. Oh, come on, y'all. God is a God that he shall not lie. Oh, my God. God is a God that he shall finish and complete you. That's Philippians 1 and 6. Oh my God, he's not going to leave you incomplete. This is what the Lord says. Thus said the Lord. Oh my God, thus said the Lord. Not thus said people. Not thus said man. 
Thus said the Lord. That's got to become your mindset. Oh my God. What is the Lord saying about me? What is the Lord saying about my circumstances? What is the Lord saying about my situation? Thus said the Lord. Every promise of God is yes. Ooh! I don't care who I wake up this morning. Every promise of mine. Every promise of God. I'm going to say it one more time. Every promise of God. That should have been the moment you lost it. And that should have been the moment you took off. That should have been the moment you ran. That should, my God, every promise of God. Oh, my God. Every promise of God. Oh, my God. I decree and declare a divine deliverance over your life today. Every promise of God. Oh, glory to God. Every promise of God is yes. And amen. So if he says, I'll never see the righteous forsaken Ooh! or his seed begging for bread. My God, I'm the righteous. Oh, my God. And if you're talking about my seed, you're talking about Jaden. You're talking about Jaleel. You're talking about Jermaine. You're talking about Josiah. You're talking about Judah. You're talking about Lyric. You're talking about Logan. You talking about Shiloh. You talking about my covenant partners. You talking about my surrogate daughters and sons. Come on now. Every promise is yes and amen. Amen means so be it. Amen means it's complete. Amen means it's understood. Amen means it was wrapped up at the cross. Come on, y'all. You got to see yourself in the vision. You got to see yourself as a part of the equation. Oh my God. You got to see yourself complete. You got to see yourself vision. You got to see yourself finished. You got to know that you're a part of this. Ooh, every promise, every promise is yes and amen. Father God, we thank you that you complete us. We thank you that every promise is yes and amen. We thank you that the righteous will never be forsaken. Your seed will never beg for bread. I will never be begging for bread. I thank you, Father God, for the power of God being unlocked in our lives today. As you propel us into our destiny, we thank you, Father God, for brand new mercies. We thank you, Father God, for brand new grace. We thank you, Father God. That healing is a part of our benefit package, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that we get divine revelation today of what you say, of who you are, of how you complete us, of how we will never lack, my God, anything in you, of how well you provide for us, of how well you protect us, Lord God. I decree and declare today, Lord God, that the eyes of our understanding are open to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. And we will never live within this world's expectations. And we will never live within this world's limitations, Father God. We take the limitations. Can you speak that over your own life? Father God, I take the limitations off of you. My God, I take the limitations off of you, Father God. Oh, my God. Lord God, forgive me for the things that I have bound and locked into my life that are according to this world system. You have already told us in the flesh there is nothing but death, but in the spirit there is
there is everlasting life. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God. My God, we thank you, Father God. My God, and in your word, you told us that there will be no miscarriages and no barrenness in our land. So, Father God, we thank you that there is no miscarriage and there is no barrenness in our land, in our lives, in our health, in our finances, in our relationships. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that you are restoring and refreshing relationships. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that we experience the power of God, the hand of God. I decree and declare miracles, signs, and wonders, and blessings out of nowhere. Overwhelm us with your goodness. Overwhelm us with your goodness. Overwhelm us with your goodness. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me give this to you in the scripture. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your encouragement this morning. Thank you, Father God, for how you see us. Thank you, Father God, for how well you love us. Thank you, Father God. Surely goodness and mercy shall chase us down, shall overwhelm us. We thank you for surely goodness and mercy. We thank you for a long life that satisfies us. We thank you, Father God, that we can live to 120 years if we so desire. I decree and declare, unless the rapture comes, that we will have long life as long as we are satisfied. I thank you, Father God, that we are overwhelmed with your goodness. I thank you, Father God, that we have your strength. I thank you, Father God, that we have your might. I thank you, Father God, that we have your power. My God, your strength to get the task done, your strength to get the deeds done. Overwhelm us with your goodness. Overwhelm us with your love. Overwhelm us with your power. My God, I decree and declare supernatural strength coming into your light today. I thank you, Lord God, that we will not abort the mission. My God, I thank you, Lord God, that we have dove's eyes. I thank you, Lord God, that we hear with clarity. I thank you, Lord God, that we are so sensitive to your voice that we can hear above the noise. I thank you, Lord God, that your power is evident in our lives like never before. I thank you, Father God, that your hand can be seen in our lives. I thank you, Father God, that you are stirring up the gift. I thank you, Lord God, that you are fanning the flame on our life. I thank you, Lord God, that the righteous will never be forsaken, and its seed will never beg for bread. Lord, I thank you for your word being active and alive and sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting the things away from our lives that do not align with your destiny for us, with your perfect plan for us, with your perfect will for us. We submit and surrender. Oh, come on now. We submit and surrender ourselves and our lives to you today. We submit and surrender ourselves and our lives to you today. We honor you, Father God, with the fruit of our lips. You are holy, 
You are holy. You are holy. You are righteous. You are good. You are faithful. Woo! My God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God, I thank you. That ministered to me, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. My God, anything that is bound to my life that does not look like you, my God, minister in spirits, angels. Oh, Father God, I repent for putting limitations on you. I repent for being a scaredy cat. I repent, Father God, for not going with you all the way. I repent, Father God, from deviating from your perfect plan for my life. I did repent, Father God, for being inconsistent. I repent, Father God, for being double-minded, Lord God. Your promises are yes and amen. Your promises are yes and amen. You are the way. You are the truth. You are the life. No one knows better for my life than you. I repent, Father God, for listening to man. Oh, my God. Listening to what man had to say, um, subjecting myself to man's plan for my life versus your plan for my life. There is nobody greater than you. You foreknew me in my you knew me before I was in my mother's womb. You had a plan, a destiny, Father God. I repent, Father God. I'm sorry for subjecting myself to man's plan versus subjecting myself to you, surrendering my all to you. I will not be double-minded any longer. I will remain steadfast and immovable in your word. My God, my God, oh my God, thank you, Lord God, my God, my God, I thank you for that, Lord God, I thank you for that, Lord God, I will not shrink back, Lord God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, my God, oh God, you are the Holy One of Israel, we ask, Father God, that you bless us indeed, that you enlarge our territory that your hand be with us and that you keep us from evil. Ooh, and God granted what Lakeisha requested and God granted what Courtney requested and God granted what Patsy requested and God granted what Kedra requested. My God and God granted what Lakita requested. Lord God, we will remain steadfast in your love. Can I tell you something? Anytime, and I'm going to read this scripture, and then we're going to get out of here. I got one more. We're going to deal with one more issue in our heart. Yes, sir. Um, can I tell you something? When, 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 we, um, when we choose or deviate from God's plan because of what man says, it's because we're not steadfast in God's love. Like, but it's not an excuse for our disobedience. It's not. I need to say that because sometimes... Um, bless you, Camilla Berg. Bless you, woman of God. Um, it's not. Um, it's not. It's not an excuse for our obedience. Well, I just don't have the revelation of God's word, so that's why I'm not gonna stand steadfast in this. It don't matter if you got revelation of God's word. It doesn't matter if you don't believe it. Disobedience is still disobedience. When God spoke a plan over you. When God spoke a plan over you, when God declared a plan over you, right? 
that's the plan. There's no alternate plan. When God called you blessed, when God called you righteous, when God called you his son, when God called you his daughter, there's no alternate plan. When Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins, there's no alternate plan. God didn't have an alternate plan for you. God, so now you choose to live out the plan. You choose to live out the plan. You make a decision. You know what? I'm not going to let man's pass for me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to respond to God's love for me. When I make a decision that I choose man's, what man thinks, what man says, what man feels, it's because I don't understand the steadfast love of the father. I still have not received his love completely. And can I tell you something? And it's more than what you say. Sometimes we be saying a whole lot. We, we, we say so much. We say, we say so much, but it's not no fruit in our life. My God, will you pause for a second and ask the Holy Spirit to show you? My God, Lord, let me be mindful of you in all things. Show me the evidence of where there is no fruit in my life. Where I'm just da 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 <laughs> I'm just da 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 I'm saying it. I'm declaring it. But I'm not living it. Show me where I haven't received or I have the revelation of your love. Ooh! Because when I have the revelation of your love, I'm not going to be messed up about what man says. <laughs> I'm not going to be messed up about what man thinks. I'm not getting ready to let man have the final say-so in my life when God has already spoken a promise over my life, when God has already declared me blessed, when God has already said that I'm not orphaned, when God has already said I'm the righteousness. And can I tell you something? That man includes myself. Sometimes we are our greatest haters. <laughs> we be talking about people who hating on us and people jealous, and it be us. <laughs> it be us. We be hating on ourselves. Can I tell you how you hate on yourself? You hate on yourself when you allow thoughts to roam in your head that do not align with the word of God. Ooh! You hate on yourself. You hate on yourself when you allow thoughts to be in your head that do not align with, align with the word of God. When you will not cast down wicked imaginations, when you will, when you, when you will not have peaceable, when you decide that I'm going to let these thoughts roam around in my head, you hate on yourself. We be, I got these people hating on me. You the, you the number one hater in your life. <laughs> you the number one hater in your life. <laughs> It ain't nobody else. You're the number one hater because you haven't received God's love. You your biggest enemy. You you the big you and the devil. It ain't even the devil coming against you. You come against yourself because you will not remain steadfast in his love. My God, you won't remain steadfast in his love. You won't receive his love for you. So you and you and you. The what the vain imagination, ooh, the wicked imagination come, the vain thoughts come, and you entertain them thoughts, and you stand in them thoughts, and you don't question them thoughts. When God has already told you He's His beloved, when He's already told you He's forgiving, when He's already told you, that's why. Can I show you something real quick? 
by the spirit. That's why you're so abrasive towards others. Ooh, your heart, your heart is hardened in some areas and you don't even realize your heart is hardened in some areas because tender, responsive hearts are full of compassion, are full of empathy and love. And whatever's in your heart, come on now, whatever's inside your heart is what's going to come out your mouth, period. That period. Everybody around you will tell you, I don't play joke. I don't play jokes. I don't. I was just kidding. No, you wasn't kidding. If it came out your mouth, it's somewhere in your heart. It's somewhere. If it comes out your mouth, it's somewhere in your heart. The word of God has already told us no coarse joking, no coarse gesturing. If it comes out your mouth, my God. <laughs> If it comes out your mouth, I'm going to say it one more time. If it comes out your mouth, it's in your heart. It's in your thinking. My God, if it comes out these lips, <laughs> if it comes out. So when I'm abrasive towards others, right? Because the word of God tells me my words are supposed to be soothing and like honey. That's what's going to win others over. When I am abrasive towards others, it's really because I'm abrasive towards myself. We love others how we love ourselves. Oh my God, Lord. Thank you for getting opening the eyes of our understanding. So when I'm abrasive, when I'm abrasive towards others, right? Want others to receive my God. Want others to respect God in my life. Want others to flow in the things that I want to flow in. But I don't flow completely in them in myself. And so when I articulate it to others, it comes off abrasive. It comes off callous. And then I'm frustrated because they don't want my God. Now they don't want your abrasive, mean, ugly God. Because that's how you present him. Woo! They don't want your abrasive, condescending God. Because that's how you present him. And the only reason you present him in that way is because that's how you feel about yourself. Whatever we act towards ourselves is the only, that's all you can, you only, you can only fake it for so long. Come on, y'all. You can only, you can only fake it for so long. It's going to e eventually, whatever's in your heart is going to submerge. It's, it's going to emerge and it's going to come out because the word tells us from our heart flows the issues of life. That's what the word said. From our heart flows the issues of life. So if I'm abrasive or brash or coarse or ugly or whatever, when I'm teaching others, when I'm talking to others, my God, with spiritual maturity comes compassion, comes empathy, and comes quietness. <laughs> with spiritual maturity comes compassion, comes empathy, and comes quietness. That's when you know someone is more mature. I'm going to say it one more time. Comes compassion. Comes empathy. And becomes quiet. Come, comes compassion. Becomes empathy. And becomes quiet. Ooh, ooh. Comes compassion. Becomes empathy. And becomes quiet. That's, that's, that's what a peaceable heart looks like. That's what a peaceable mind looks like. 
My God, that's what the resurrection power evident in your life looks like. You're going to become compassionate. You're going to become empathetic. Come on now. Ooh, and you're going to get way more quiet. <laughs> Ooh, come on now. Come on now. You're going to get way more. You're going to say less because you're only going to want to speak. Come on now. You're only going to want to speak. What the, the, what the Lord says. You're only going to want to say what the Lord says. Because at no time are you going to want your flesh to lead the conversation. At no time are you going to want your flesh to, to, lead, to, to put you in a position where you're leaning into your own understanding. Alright? So I'm just telling you, those things that flow from my heart, the brashness, the lack of tenderness... The lack of irresponsibility, the lack of patience, rudeness. With, can I tell y'all something? <laughs> Transparency and vulnerability is not telling it like it is. That's not what that's not what the Lord. Let me define these things this morning. That's not what the Lord meant when He said those things. Let's let's define what it means to be transparent. Transparent. <laughs> How do we use transparency? How do we really work transparency? Because we will use that as a place um, of when you talk about transparency, really what we're talking about is light is shining through it. Remember the scripture? Let your light shine. When we talk about transparency, we're talking about light is showing through it. Clearness. Come on, y'all. Come on now. Clarity. That's what it means to be transparent. I'm clear. I walk in clarity. Transparency is not me just saying whatever comes out. You know, I'm very transparent. No, I'm letting light. My transparency, my light shining through is for the edification of the body. I have a transparent platform for ministry. It's for the edification of my body. That means when I share something with you, it's to bring clarity. Ooh, my God. My God, it's not for me to be rude. It's not for me to tell it like it is. When I share something with you, when I'm being transparent, it's for me to be clarity. It's for the light. So you can see the light of Jesus Christ sharing through my life, it's for me to be clear, for you to be clear. It's not all this, whatever we got going on right now. That's not what transparency is. We think it's because we just tell somebody what we feel or what we do or what we thinking. No, when I'm being transparent, I'm bringing clarity to the situation. Oh my God. I'm bringing clarity to the situation and I'm not bringing clarity rude. I'm not. I'm not bringing. I'm bringing clarity. And if we, as Christians, are gonna bring clarity, we bring clarity through the Word of God. Oh my God! Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Let's, so when we're vulnerable, what we're saying is, <laughs> what what I'm susceptible. When I'm vulnerable, I'm susceptible to the Word of God. My vulnerability, I'm susceptible, I'm, I'm moldable in the situation, I'm surrendered in the situation. Come on now. I'm susceptible to the word of God. My God, we've sometimes vulnerable to the wrong things. 
I'm not making myself vulnerable and open to attack or hurt. I'm showing emotion to allow my weaknesses to be seen, to be known in God. Scripture, back it up. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. Where you're weak, I'm going to become strong. Vulnerability takes a level of humility in which I demonstrate I'm vulnerable. I demonstrate my weaknesses Ooh, before God. I demonstrate things and share things. That's what it means to be me vulnerable. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I'm opening myself to communication. I'm vulnerable to the Holy Spirit in my weaknesses so he can do a heart check and tell me that's not of God. Oh my God. When we're vulnerable to people, right? Those that the Lord tells us to be vulnerable with, we're exposing our weaknesses to that per person. But the reason I'm exposing the weakness is so that the strength of God can come in. Come on now. Come on now. That's what it means to be transparent. That's what it means to be vulnerable, right? I'm going low. This looks different. Transparency and vulnerability is not some of this stuff. The reason we're transparent is so that the light of Christ can be shown and that we bring clarity to the situation and not a truth, but the truth. My God, not a truth, but the truth. Woo! That's it. Can I read these? Um, let me read these blessings over you and we're going to get out of here. Um, if you listen obedient, when I told you this morning, I heard what I heard. It's Deuteronomy 28 and I'm going to read one through six. If you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey all his commandments. Woo! Heartily obey all his commandments. Obey everything God is asking you to do in this season. Do not deviate from the plan. Do not make up your own plan. Do not add anything to it. <laughs> do exactly what God is asking you to do. Don't scale up. Don't scale down. Don't fluff it. Do exactly what God is going to ask you to do. If you listen obediently to the voice of God, find one. I got to be listening to the voice of God. Well, can I tell you something? If my, this is why we have been dealing with things in our hearts that don't line up with the word of God. If my receiver woo, is filled with junk, or it's off, or my wicked imaginations are all over the place, or whatever else, I'm not going to properly listen to the voice of God. As a matter of fact, personally, often I've spoken to my own situations, pretending like it was the voice of God, but not really seeking God's face on a matter, really, because most of the time I didn't want to hear what he had to say. Because I knew he was going to require something of me that I was not comfortable with. I'm just going to, can we be real this morning? I knew he was going to require something of me that I was not comfortable with. And because he was going to require something of me that I was not, I was not comfortable with, then I would deviate from his plan. Like me, like me would deviate from his plan because I, I did you to listen obediently to the voice of God. That's why we deal with the issues in our heart. That's why we got to deal with the soil of our heart. That's why we got to till our heart. 
That's why we got to stay vulnerable and transparent to God so that the light can come in so that we can be light to others, right? Or listening to the voice of God can become confusing <laughs> because all of these other voices are listening and leading you. Fear has a voice. <laughs> Anger has a voice. Worry has a voice. Doubt has a voice. When I don't understand his love, it has a voice. My culture has a voice. My own thoughts and ways have a voice. My, my irrationale has a voice. Anxiety has a voice. My mama them, if I take what they say over God, has a voice. All those things have a voice. So if I'm going to listen obediently to the voice of God, then I got to know how to tune into his voice and hear his voice and follow his voice because following his voice is where the blessings are. Following, following his voice is where the blessings are. That's where it is. The blessings, yep, insecurities have a voice. Come on now, insecurity. Can I just say this? How many of y'all were supposed to be, not if you were traveling, how many of y'all were supposed to be connected to Pillow Talk this weekend, but some other voice told you not to be there, and now you like, oh my gosh, why did not go? That's, that's, those are those voices that kept you from obeying God. And the enemy knows your weaknesses, and he plots and plans according to them, so you'll miss out on what God has for you. I'm just telling you, blessings are connected to obedience. <laughs> blessings are connected to blessings are connected to obedience. I'm gonna say that blessings are connected to obedience. <laughs> Don't let nobody think you blessings are connected to obedience. You following His voice is where you are gonna get the blessings. Following His voice is where you are gonna get the blessings. Getting up in the morning when he asks you to get up. Doing the things that he asks you to do. Following his voice is where you're going to get the blessing. Because can I tell you something? He knows what's best for you. He knows at the right time, at the right moment, in the right hour, in the right minute, at the right minute, exactly what you need. We be decreeing and declaring and speaking and wanting and desiring his blessings, but be off his path. It's quiet. <laughs> Woo! We be we do we desire the best life out of God, but be off His path, cause we don't obey the voice of God. We go do what what we want us to do. <laughs> we gon' we gonna go we go do what we wanna wanna do, or we do what we were connected to, or what we feel like. The enemy a lot of you. Your insecurity is a lot of you. All this stuff will start lying to you. Offense will lie to you. You'll become offended by something that'll lie to you. Low self-worth will lie to you. My God, come on. So if you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God. If you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God. Your God. If you listen, this is your God. This is the God you want to bless you. This is the God you want to provide for you. This is the God you want to, if you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey all his commandments that he commands you today, whatever he's saying to you today, uh -uh. God, your God, 
will place you on high, high above all the nations, high above all the world. And all these blessings will come down on you and spread about beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. God's blessing will be inside the city. See, when you obey the voice of God, the blessing goes with you. You got to get this. When you obey the voice of God, the blessing goes with you. My God, not, not you obey, the blessing goes with you. See, God's established plan looks way different from the world's established plan or a man's established plan or any plan you could have yourself, right? If I commit my works, my ways to the Lord, he establishes my life. Well, when he establishes my life, then the command of the blessing goes with me. That goes with me. It's with me always, even in trouble, even in trials, even when I'm overwhelmed. The command of the blessing goes with me. Why? Because I'm in obedience to God. Because I'm in right standing. I accepted my righteousness, right? Many of us accept our righteousness and then obedience is hard for us because our flesh don't want us to obey God. Our flesh stay in enmity between us and God. Our flesh stays in between us and God. So he says, he says, if you, he said, I'm going to spread out beyond you because you've responded to the voice of God. That's what he said. My sheep know my voice. When you respond to the voice of God, he says, because you have responded to the voice of God, all these blessings will come down on me and spread out because I've responded to the voice of God. Responding means I'm doing exactly what God asked me to do. And I'm not going to deviate from the plan and I'm not going to make something up. God's blessings will be in the city. God's blessings will be in the country. God's blessings will be on your children. God's blessings will be on the crops of your land. God's blessings are going to be on your livestock. God's blessings are going to be on your calves, your herds, the lambs, your flocks, your 401ks, your 403bs. God's blessings going to be on your job. God's blessings going to be on your salary. God's blessings going if you obey in God's voice, if you are if you trust and obey, I promise and blessings is more than just money and stuff. His favor, his hand is going to be on you. He's going to be on your bread basket. It's going to be on your food. It's going to be blessed. You're going to be blessed coming in. You're going to be blessed coming out. God's going to defeat your enemies who attack you. You ain't got to worry about no haters. You ain't got to worry about no enemies. As a matter of fact, the scripture says, who came in on you? Who kept you from running the good race? Whoever it is that came in on you, who kept you from running a good race, I'm going to deal with them. Woo! I'm going to deal with them. Woe to the person who came in on you, who spoke contrary to the plan of God. My God, who came in on you? Who, who came in on you? Woo! Who came in on you? Who, who talked contrary to God's perfect plan for your life? Who led you into a direction that was not of God? Oh, my God. He says, God will defeat your enemies who attack you. They will come at you on one road 
and run away on seven roads. God will order a blessing on your barns and workplaces. He'll bless you in the land that the God, that God, your God is giving you. You got a specific land that God has for you. You got a specific area of influence. You got a specific thing that God called you to. You have specific people that God called you to be connected to. Do you know the enemy will fight you for covenant relationships? He wants you in casual relationships over covenant partnerships. Ooh, let me say, let me say it one more time. He wants you in casual relationships over covenant partnerships. He says, he said, God will order a blessing on your barns and workplaces. He's going to bless you in the land he gonna, that your God is giving you. God will form you as a people. If God is forming you as a people, there have got to be people you're supposed to be divinely connected to. Come on now. Holy to him, just as he promised you. And can I tell you something? If your family does not believe this, guess what God will give you? A surrogate family. My God, that's why Jesus was like, don't talk to me about my mom and my brothers. My family are those who do the will of the Father. Oh, come on now. I'm freeing somebody today. My family is the one that does the will of the Father. He says, he says God will form you all people, all the people to him, just as he promised you. If you keep the commandments of God, your God, and live the way he has shown you. Oh, my God. Some of y'all been struggling, trying to pull your family with you, and your family don't want to go. Just go. Go. Go live for God. Go do everything that God has commanded you to do. Go. Abraham, God told Abraham, he said, come on. He said, you don't have to go out from your country. You don't have to go away from all your, get your stuff and go. And then Abraham, for some reason, even though we see it all word for good, took a lot with him. He was supposed to just go. He was supposed to take his wife, his concubine, his property. He didn't even know God like that. He just heard the voice of God. He said, get up and get out of here. Go from your people. To a land that I'm going to take you. That I'm going to show you. That you're going to be blessed in. That you're going to be prosperous in. <laughs> I got everything you need in this land that I'm calling you to. Can I tell you? The land will produce for you if you invest in the land. Ooh! If you go and obey him. If you do exactly what he said. He says, he says all the peoples on the earth will see you living under the name of the God and hold you in respectful awe. God will lavish you with good things, children from your womb, offspring from your animals, crop from your land, the land that God promised your ancestors that he would give to you. My God, you ain't even got your land yet. <laughs> Lord God, you ain't even got your land yet. You got to possess your land. That's where the abundance, that's where the increase, that's where the overflow. That's how you're going to take care of people and operate in the authority that he gave you. It's in your land. Say that this morning. It's in my land. He said, God will lavish you with good things, children from your womb, offspring from your animals, and crops from your land. The land that God promised your ancestors that he would give you. God will throw open the doors of his sky vaults and pour rain on your land on schedule if you are not able to really 
be the blessed. I'm talking about at a long time. Like you got to have generational wealth. You got to have a generational inheritance. Come on now. You got land. You got land. God's going to lavish good things. Children for you want offspring from your animals. Christ, he's going to produce you. He's going to create you to produce. My God, God will throw open the doors of his sky vaults and pour rain on your land on schedule and bless the work of your hand. You're going to lend to many nations, but you yourself will have to take out a loan. My God, guess what? You're going to become debt free in your land. Ooh! Your land is going to produce enough wealth for you to turn. My God, I hear you, Holy Spirit. Your land is going to produce enough wealth for you to get out of debt. If you, if you in your land, you ain't got to worry about no debt. Your land going to produce enough wealth for you to get out of debt. He might even cause some supernatural, my God, things to abolish the debt. But what you need is in your land. My God. He says, he says, God will make you the head and not the tail. You will always be at the top dog, never the underdog. As you obediently listen to and diligently keep the commands of God, your God, that I'm commanding you today. Don't swerve. Woo! Look at your neighbor. I know you can't look at your neighbor. We almost out of here. Woo! Don't swerve. Look at your neighbor, whoever your neighbor is. Look at your neighbor. Don't swerve. Woo! Don't swerve an inch to the right or to the left from the words that I command you today by going off, following, and worshiping other gods. Let me give you just this little bit. Here's what will happen if you don't obediently listen to the voice of God. Can I tell you how the enemy sets us up? Can I say this, Holy Spirit? The enemy will have you leave the land that God gave to you. The territory, the mountain of influence, the business, the, the, the job, whatever it is. The enemy will have you leave the territory that God gives you because he, he, he wants you to think you command the blessing. I'm out of here. I'm going to go. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm getting ready to go. Oh, my God. He will have you leave the land and the territory or make you think that the land won't produce, right? See, you needed to be in the pillar talk. We talked about how to get your land to produce, right? I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to beat you up. Pillow Talk was so powerful. It was so many things that God gave to us over the weekend. And we got the replay available for those of you guys who purchased. Um, we've got the replay available. I'm just telling you, listen, the enemy will have you leave your land, making you think it's somewhere else. I'm just telling you, he'll take you away from the assignment that God has called you to, making you think what you need is in something else. When God has rightfully called you to a specific place and land. Well, when I don't invest everything into my land, when I don't put everything into what God gave me, what typically happens is I think the land is not going to produce, but there's a certain time for a harvest. Ooh, okay. I'm, I got this too much. I got to go.
Uh, that's a whole nother teaching. There's a certain time for production. There's a certain time for a harvest. There's a certain time that things are going to manifest itself. God has to test to see if your heart is right. Ooh, my God. God has to test to see if your heart is right. Yes, sir. Let me slow down. So, when, when there's a specific. So, the enemy will pull you away from your land, making you think it's in something else. That's him. That's how deceitful he is. That's how he, that's how he does. Okay. So, here's what's happened. Here's what happens. If you don't obediently listen to the voice of your God and diligently keep all commandments and guidelines that I'm commanding you to do, these are the curses that will come on you. And he goes, God will curse the city, the country, the basket, the bread bowl, curse on your children, crops of your land, young of your livestock, the cows of your herds, the lands of your flocks. God curses your coming in. God curses your coming out. God will send the curse, the confusion, the contrariness down on everything you try to do until you've been, see, the Old Testament say you've been destroyed, right? That's why repentance is so important. You live a repentant lifestyle, right? He says, there's nothing left, all because your evil pursuits that led you to abandon me. When we abandon, can I say it, Holy Spirit? And then I got to go. When we abandon the assignment on our life, we're not abandoning people. We're abandoning God. I love y'all. When we abandon the assignment of your life, we're not abandoning people. We abandon God. When we don't obey what God is asking us to do, we're not abandoning people. We're abandoning God. When we're disobedient, we're not disobeying people. We're disobeying God. That's it. All right. That's it. Meditate on that. Study that. I don't know where he's going to take this this week. This might get deep this week. That's powerful within itself. There's so much to be saying here. We do not. The enemy loves to confuse us to make us think we command the blessings. We don't command the blessings. We do not command the blessings. There's a specific land and a place for us. Now, if we're in transition, there are some things that God does for us when we're in transition from one place to another. Even within there, every place in the word, he still had wells and place of provision. When Elijah was hiding, he still had the ravens to feed him. It's so much depth in this. You got to say this over your life. I got to start seeing the, my life in the word. I got to start seeing my life in the word. And you know what, Angela? Sometimes the assignment you may not be clear on the assignment. And so God may bring somebody in your life that may be clear on your assignment to bring a word to you about your assignment in this season. And just because you're uncomfortable with it doesn't mean it's not from God. Whew, that was a word for somebody. That does not mean it's not from God. You may not be clear because you can't hear. And God may bring your midwife, or intercessor, a prophet, a teacher into your life to, to talk to you about the next part of your assignment. Does not mean, right? That's it. All right, let's do our two things. One, <laughs> if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. Come on. <laughs> this is your moment. Here, we're going to do two things and then we're going to do our confessions. Y'all hold on till we have confession. If you never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life, Here's your moment. I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus, 
Woo! Thank you, Lord. Especially if your vision is obscured. If your vision is obscured, he'll often sin. Remember when he was riding on the donkey and he was headed the wrong direction? And the Lord had been trying to prevent him from going in the wrong direction? And then finally, the donkey turned around and said, Do you not see the angel standing there? Trying to keep you from going the wrong way. He will put somebody in your life to say to you when you are hard of hearing or you can't hear or you can't see. That will come and say some things to you when you got insecurity, fear and worry and all those other things looming over you. He'll put some people in your path to say to you whose fruit is evident. This might be what's next for you. Here's the prayer of salvation. Yeah, that's what I just been saying, Mama. He will. He'll put it in there. We just got to be open to receive. Dear Jesus, pride keeps us from receiving. Rebellious nature keeps us from receiving. Um, fear, insecurity, worry keep us from receiving. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. If you prayed that prayer, please send us an email. John 6 and 37 says, He that comes unto me, I will no care. So I, can I tell you something? If you're fearful of your destiny and God's promise for you, your, your hearing is really um, muffled. You may be able to hear God on some things, but, but muffled. You're not going to be able to... If you're hearing God in some areas, but not hearing God in other areas, there's something, there's something in the way. There's something in the way. Like, you, know, you might hear God on tithing and giving, but you're not hearing him on what's best for your future. Then there's something blocked in your receiver for that particular area for your life. That's the first thing. Second, if the Lord places it on your heart to give to this ministry, to partner with this ministry, Go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can give there. You can cash out. Dollar sign. LMJ Ministry. Pray and ask the Lord, do I need a partner? Do I need to give? If he places it on your heart to give, please go and give. And you can find out all the ways that you can give to this ministry. Let's close out in our biblical confessions. This is what the Lord has given us and mandated for us. Let's close out in our biblical confessions. I'm a new creature in Christ. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. I've died and been raised with Christ and now seated in heavenly places. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. I'm dead to sin and alive unto righteousness. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prospered in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. I take every thought captive, Unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting out every imagination and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. As a man thinks, or a woman, in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all my thoughts are positive. I receive that. My, all my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things that he offers me. I don't speak negative things. Woo! I purpose that my mouth will not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. I'm always a positive encouragement. I edify and build up. 
I never tear down or destroy. I'm a believer and not a doubter. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. I will study the word of God. I will pray. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. I cast all my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. I don't have a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. I do not fear. I am not guilty. I'm not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man, and I'm judged by no one. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the work of the miracles, discerning the spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing, and prophecy. I walk in the spirit all of the time. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear of rejection or of being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. I catch the enemy and all of his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose whether to believe the word of God. Work is good. I enjoy work. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence, making the most of all my time. I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to responsibility in Jesus. 2 Corinthians 11, 28, Philippians 4 and 13. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. John 14, 26, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. I have a teachable spirit. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. I don't hurry or rush. I do one thing at a time. I'm anointed of God for ministry. I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. My husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. All my children have lots of Christian friends, and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God. All my household are blessed in their deeds. Blessed when we go out. Blessed when we come in. All that I own is paid for, and I owe no man nothing but to love him. I need to say this. Thank y'all for every person that attended Pillow Talk, either online or in person. Thank you. Thank you for all the intercessors who prayed for Pillow Talk. Thank you. I promise you it was exactly what God said it would be. I promise you it was exactly what God said it would be. The caterer was standing on the outside of the building and we were in a session of worship and praise. And I just kind of lifted my finger up and told him, just a minute. And he, he texted me. He said, you could feel the anointing outside the building. You could, you could feel the power of God outside the building. So thank you to all of you who entrusted 
your time, your money, your efforts, everything. I thank you. I thank you for your obedience because it unlocked something in me. <laughs> it spoke into my life this weekend. It was beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Thank you to Stasi. Thank you to those who decorated, to volunteered, all that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I just want to admonish you, for those of you that did not attend, when the chance comes again, don't miss it. Don't, don't miss it. Don't miss Bible study tonight. Don't miss the devotional. You belong here. The enemy has been lying to you. You belong, you belong here. You belong here. Don't miss another pillow talk. Don't miss another moment to be connected. It was everything God, even online, you could feel the power of God. Don't miss another opportunity to connect to what God is telling you. Just whatever he's telling you to do in this season, obey him. Obey him. I promise you, everything God said pillow talk was, it was. It destroyed yokes. It tore down. This is a community. This is our community. We are a community of believers. You belong here. Let me say that one more time. You belong to this community. You belong here. You belong here. Don't let the enemy lie to you and make you think you're not supposed to be here. That's for our men folk too. You belong here. So thank you to all of y'all who attended Paid Pillow Talk. Thank you to all of y'all who sponsored. Thank you to all of y'all who were invested, involved. All of y'all who laid in prayer. It was exactly what God said. I truly believe God was well pleased. It was exactly what God said it was going to be. It, it was beyond, it blew my mind. My mind is still blown. I'm still eating in the overflow. So tonight, ladies Bible study, remember we're starting a new study, the storehouse principle. Invite somebody in. I can't wait to teach Bible study. Back on the devotional in the morning, live at five. I need to say that one more time. I need to declare that you belong here. <laughs> you belong here. This is a partnership. This is covenant. This is community. You belong here. You belong here. Don't let the enemy lie to you no longer and tell you you don't belong here. We all in different phases. We all in different levels. We all in different spaces. But you belong here. You are supposed to belong here. Yes, Kelly, you can order another shirt. If you want a t-shirt, if you want the LMJ, I don't have my mug. If you want the LMJ ministry mug, if you want any journals, send us an email and tell us what you're um, looking for. And um, info at just be Connie, you belong here. You belong here. Um, send us an email, info at just being LMJ. We starting our new series, The Storehouse Principle, tonight. Um, so, ladies, Bible study, even if you can't watch tonight at six, come back to it and watch it later. Yeah, I need to speak that in my, I need to declare that in there. You belong here. You belong here. I need to speak that over you because the enemy has been lying to some of you to make you think you don't belong here. You belong here. This is your community of believers. You belong here. You're supposed to be attached to this, attached to this ministry, attached to this family. You, What you have, the value inside of you adds to the value of who we are. You belong here. Stay connected. Don't let the enemy make you think that you don't belong here. You belong with us. You belong here. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you so much more. Oh my gosh. It's it's kingdom what God is doing. It's kingdom, baby. You belong here. Oh my gosh, that's just resonating in my spirit. You belong here. You belong here. This is our community. This is our fellowship. You be 
long here. You're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be connected. You're supposed to be invested. You're supposed to be involved. You belong here. Oh, my God. So send us an email. Um, you can purchase the travel. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.